Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't even began to crack the surface of free agency, especially for the New Jersey Devils, because we've made a lot of moves, and there's a lot I need to discuss. There's a lot of people I need to bring in and discuss free agency about. Uh, you know, for the uh, Corey Crawford uh, pickup, if you hadn't checked out Friday's episode, uh, right before they picked him up and signed him to a two-year deal, uh, I, I literally uh, did a Corey Schneider episode about how Corey Schneider was released, and I thought Mackenzie Blackwood would be the starter, this, that, and a third. I even hinted that our new rookie Dawes could possibly become a starter. Y- yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, did I say starter for Dawes? I, I, I meant he can maybe join the roster because we're now thin at goalies, and you know maybe we're just searching for a young goalie. No, no, no. Nope, not at all now. Uh, yeah, so we traded one Corey for another. We got Crawford instead of Schneider. And I might need to bring in a Blackhawks fan just to uh, have that discussion about what does Crawford bring to an organization. But you know what, that's for later and this is for now. So speaking of free agency, so the Devils have actually lost a couple of players. We lost uh, Kincaid and we lost Rooney in our uh, free agency this year. And where did they go to? They went to the rival opponent, the New York Rangers. So like I told you in yesterday's episode, if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode, I basically gave you guys my honest opinion about the Ryan Murray signing. Okay, there I go, mixing up things again. I meant the Ryan Murray uh, trade. I gave you guys my honest opinion, which is I'm a little concerned considering the fact that Murray is injury prone and also, you know... Um, he's only signed to a one-year deal, so can we convince him to stay and, you know, stick with us long-term? Do we have to trade him at the deadline and, you know, break even? I, I don't know what the case might be, but, you know, there's so many options. Or maybe he does well, wants to stay with New Jersey, and we sign him to a longer deal, and basically we have the second overall pick in 2012's NHL draft on our roster, and, it, you know, it, it helps us uh, become contenders and just speeds along our rebuild. Maybe that could work out for us, but, you know, I don't know. that There's just so much that can happen. Happen. And uh, I basically, when I posted on Twitter, I got the reactions right away. A lot of people came at me. They were like, no, this is a great pickup. This, that, and a third. Well, you know, sometimes I got to be on the controversial side of things. So, you know, I I, I got to do that. So hit, hit me up on uh, Locked On Devils on Twitter, and you, you guys can give me your honest opinions. But, you know, I did have to give my honest opinion, which is this guy is injury prone. He can, uh, you know, fill it up and he can be a great defensive man for our unit but the problem is is that one year deal injury prone yeah yeah you you get the point so I'm a little on the fence about it but you guys told me that he's on a diet and uh that it's helping with his health so you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what happens but uh you know we'll we'll discuss that in a future episode after I'm uh done catching up on our free agency signings because why does this stuff have to happen during the weekend? Why can't it happen during the week? Or if it does have to happen in the week, maybe earlier in the week, so that way I could post it like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday like our no- 
normal schedule, which, by the way, I forgot to mention in uh, yesterday's episode, uh, we're back to our regularly scheduled program from Tuesday to Saturday. As some of you guys know, this is the only time I could get studio. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this, that, and third, whatever the case might be, I'm getting a little off topic. But anyway, John Chick will join the show today in a two-part crossover. We're going to talk about Kincaid. We're going to talk about Rooney. We're going to talk about uh, the draft. We're going to talk about our respective team's direction and where we feel like our teams are at. And also, we also agree on one thing, which is the Sabres front office, someone needs to get fired. I don't know what they're doing out in Buffalo. And, you know, that Taylor Hall signing, I'm a little perplexed by it. But anyway, yeah, so uh, let's bring in John. But first, I need to inform you guys something. I believe it involves chain stores? Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right everybody how much does this relate to you you just need some sort of energy boost you just need to break through that wall you need something great delicious but at the same time very healthy so that way you can go about your day and still look great well i have the thing for you you've heard about built bar well they now have Built Go, but what is Built Go, you might ask? Well, break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in a 1.5 ounce packages. Put it in a briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to go through the day, or consume it when you just need some energy to watch the New Jersey Devils play. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's 5-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. This stuff is great. I've already had a few, and I'm already bouncing off the walls. I have so much energy right now. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy to the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Now I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. Visit Bilko.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order use the promo code locked for 30 percent off at billgo.com there we go i repeat it so now you have no excuse let's go baby all right now let's uh bring in john and let's begin this crossover take it away john all right welcome back ranger fans and devils fans we got a special crossover edition for you guys today this is john chick with locked on rangers joined by trey matthews of locked on devils trey how we doing today 
I am doing great, and uh, we have a lot to discuss, John. Yeah, man, this has really been a one-of-a-kind NHL offseason here with, you know, the draft happening and free agency happening. There was basically no room to breathe between the two events, and it's just been crazy. Uh, I figure we can start. I wanted to ask you a little bit about a couple of former Devils who are now in the New York Rangers, uh, the first of those two being uh, Kevin Rooney, a center. The Rangers signed him to a two-year deal, $1.5 million. Uh, He spent parts of four seasons with the Devils, skated in a career-high 49 games last season. Uh, I had heard of him, but obviously he's not really a household name. What can you tell Ranger fans about Kevin Rooney? What kind of player are are we picking up here? So Kevin Rooney, he's uh, 27 years old. He's from uh, Massachusetts, so uh, he's from the East Coast like us, John. Um, He shoots left-handed. Last season, he played in about 49 games, had four goals, five assists for a total of nine points. So, um, so you know, you, you, you never know uh, what you could develop out of someone like him. Now, I'm not going to say he's a young guy or anything of that nature. Um, yeah, so his average ice time was close to 12 minutes. His total ice time was 575. Uh, yeah, so you signed him to, like, what? A two, you said a two-year, $1 million contract? Uh, one and a right? half, but, yeah, close enough. One, one, one and a half. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's not really much to um, to write home about him because, like you said, he's not a household name. So uh, the previous season, uh, played in 41 games, had six goals, four assists. Um, he was on the ice for 517 minutes uh, for average ice time of uh, 12.37. So, you know, uh, I guess room for potential, maybe? Uh, yeah. It, it's kind of hard to say because, like, like I said, he's, he, he's 27 years old. So, you know, he, he it's not like he's uh, – 20 and you know if he was 20 years old i would say you he has room for potential to to maybe uh bring up his points total and um and do something but uh, at the same time it's like it's like i don't know yeah i mean at this point i mean like you said he's 27 years old uh it looks like he was actually undrafted it always is fun to root for those undrafted kind of underdog type players like a kevin rooney but you know, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I don't know that he really has that much upside. It kind of seems like at this point that he's basically a fourth-line player. But I did want to ask about, you know, I've read that he's uh, become, you know, at least a pretty solid penalty kill guy for, for the Devils over the past season or so. Uh, the Rangers, they just lost Jesper Foss in free agency. He was one of their best penalty killers. Do you think Rooney can maybe at least help out with the PK a little bit? Because the Rangers' penalty kill struggled last year, ranked just 23rd in the league. So uh, just is Rooney somebody that can help in that area? So with Pavel and uh, Kevin on their secondary units, uh, you know he was he was decent, but um, uh, I, you know it, it's really hard to say. And uh, he, you know, he's an outstanding defensive center, so he uh, blocked uh, uh, about twenty-two shots last season. So uh, I think he will definitely be a great person on your penalty kill. He went uh, three, four, and seven over a ten-game stretch, um, and you know his plus-minus was uh, pretty decent. So. I, I feel as though with um, Kevin Rooney, uh, I, I don't think you should look at his NHL stats. I think uh, I, I know this is you know I don't know if this would help or not. You should look at his AHL stats. So right. um, when, when he was with the Binghampton uh, Devils, uh, he he played in uh, 38 games for them, had one goal, 16 assists for a total of 17 points. So you you know with him that he's a defensive uh, minded center. So. I would expect him to be a big help for your um, for your penalty kill. But at the same time, I don't want to over overstep it because, like like I said, 
his numbers and are, are nothing to write home about. And um, for the Devils, we struggled with everything, like so many things. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's not that hard to to be good uh, um, when when our team is atrocious. So you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I think you picked up a low risk deal, which is, you know, if he does well, great. You found a diamond in the rough. But if he doesn't, and you know, it's like, well, well, well he's only costing you one point five million dollars. So it's not I don't exactly. think that's going to be too much of an issue. That's not that's no skin off your back. Yeah, and with the Rangers, you know, the fourth line, I think at times last year, uh, left something to be desired, at least, you know, occasionally. So I think at this point, you know, I'm just willing to give somebody else a shot and, you know, we'll see what Rooney can do. But uh, the other uh, former devil that is now a New York Ranger is Keith Kincaid. The Rangers signed him to a two-year, $1.75 million deal. And it's weird with Kincaid to me because, you know, the first four years with the Devils, he looked like a solid NHL goalie. I mean, not like a perennial all-star or anything like that, but... You know, the last year with the Devils, it just fell apart. Then he goes to the Canadians this past year. It somehow goes even worse. Um, just any thoughts on Keith Kincaid or, or anything you can point to why uh, why his game just kind of seems like it fell off a cliff the last couple of seasons? Uh, my uh, first, let me answer that question with a question. Why were, why why did you guys sign him? Were you desperate or like? So, like what? yeah, I. I think the biggest reason why the Rangers signed him is we've got obviously the, uh, the expansion draft with Seattle coming into the league after this next season. And I believe the idea here is the Rangers want to be able to have a goalie that they can expose to that draft because, you know, Igor Shesterkin, he's not going to be eligible for the expansion draft. So there's nothing to worry about there as far as Ranger fans are concerned. And then if Alex Georgiev is back in the mix, he's a, a restricted free agent right now. They're still talking to him, but if he's back in the mix, I think he's the goalie they'd want to protect from that draft. So the idea, giving Kincaid a two-year deal, is, okay, well, we can kind of, uh, we, he can be the guy that we expose to this expansion draft. I doubt Seattle would take him, but I think I think the way it works is every team has to expose at least one goalie. So Kincaid might be the guy there. Uh, so he ends up with a two-year deal from the Rangers. And it, as sad as it is, okay. I think that's the main reason why the Rangers ended up getting him. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I forgot about the Seattle expansion draft. I'm also looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully... Seattle could take away some of our players, but at least one or two. So, um, for Kincaid, don't expect much. That that's all I could say. Um, I hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Uh, With the Montreal Canadiens, his goals against average was four point two four. Went one on one uh, in in total six games. Played in only three hundred and forty minutes. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't expect much. That, that's yeah. all I could say. He, he went to the AHL, didn't really help that much um, with the Devils. Like, yeah, he started off really. Um, as, he, he started off all right for the Devils. Like, we, yeah. we we saw room for improvement and things of that nature. And, but like like Corey Schneider, as his career progressed with the Devils, it just got worse and worse. Not not as drastic as uh, Corey Schneider, but you know, it was just like. I don't think we should bring him back. And, um, yeah, he so with the Devils in 2018-2019, he goes 15-18, uh, and 18, um, has a goals against average of 3.36, uh, 2,302 minutes played. Um, goals against was 129. So he had three shutouts, though. But um, I'd say if you guys could get maybe a sniff of what he was with the Devils, you 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 be getting yourself a 
decent backup goalie. So, right. you know, I, I don't think he's anything to, like, you know, be excited about or write home about. But, like I so how long did you sign him for, can I ask? Uh, just the two years, because I think, you know, the fact that he'll be under contract going into next year, the Rangers can then expose him to the uh, the expansion draft. Okay, okay. So it's similar to, like, Rooney. You, you sign him to a two-year deal. Um, yep. If he gets picked up by Seattle, which is what you're referring to as possibly the plan, then, you know, that's great and all. But, um, you know, if, if Seattle doesn't take him and decides to uh, take another goalie, then, you know, it's a low it's a low risk deal. So, exactly, and I, good organizational I, 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 depth too. Yeah, I want to know what are you guys doing in in free agency? Because I know what the Devils are doing in free agency, and and you know I've touched on it on my show a little bit. I'm a little confused as to what the Devils are are doing in the off season. But uh, what, what what is your guys' plan? So with the Rangers, I think this is an off season where, you know, going into it and going into free agency and everything like that, I kind of figured that this was just going to be a year where they just kind of do some patchwork, just kind of bring in some role players. You know, Kevin Rooney's obviously a very good example of that um, because they're, they're a little bit tight against the cap right now. They are paying out uh, some buyout penalties to, you know, Kevin Shattenkirk and, uh, you know, obviously Henrik Lundqvist next year. I believe even uh, Ryan Spooner, they're still, they still owe him some money because of a buyout. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this was not the year where I felt like they were going to go after, you know, a Taylor Hall or a Tory Crew. They're going to continue to try, they're going to continue to kind of try to build. What's that? They could have. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he signed with the Sabres, so couldn't have been any worse, right? Yeah, but I mean, I, the thing is, though, he got a one year deal from the Sabres, which is strange in and of itself because that almost suggests that the Sabres feel like they're in a, win here, win now, championship or bust season. And this is coming from a team that hasn't made the playoffs in 10 years. Uh, with the Rangers, I don't want them to kind of overextend and just give Taylor Hall a one-year deal because they are kind of slowly putting this thing together, slowly laying this foundation, building through the draft, building through acquiring you know prospects and, and draft picks and all that good stuff. And I don't want them to kind of overreach and end up paying somebody like Taylor Hall too much money for just one year, and all of a sudden it's championship or bust. It's like, what? I mean, we're not there yet. So I'm, I'm fine with them passing on Taylor Hall. Uh, the one move that has really drawn the ear of a lot of uh, of Ranger fans is this one-year deal for Jack Johnson. They give him one-year deal, $1.15 million. And, you know, on paper, it's not the worst thing in the world because obviously they trademark stall. They have a little bit of an opening at left defense. And they want somebody to just be kind of like a one-year stopgap option while some of their prospects continue to develop. But at the same time, it's Jack Johnson, and he's just not good. I mean, like, you can use the eye test, you can use the analytics, you can do whatever you want to do. It has not been pretty for Jack Johnson in Pittsburgh these last couple of seasons. And so that move really makes you scratch your head a little bit. And they give him the money, but then they allow Jesper Foss to walk in free agency for just $2 million per year. He, of course, moves on to the Carolina Hurricanes. So it's been... A little bit of an underwhelming free agency period here for the Rangers, but the, but at the same time, I don't think they've done anything that's going to hurt them down the road, if that makes sense. They haven't done anything uh, catastrophic that's going to set the rebuild back or that's going to like completely handcuff them from making moves in the future. I don't think this was the strongest free agency class ever. I mean, I know there were a lot of goalies out there, but the Rangers don't really need goalies. So I'm fine with them being a little bit uh, on the passive side in free agency this season. Continue to have strong drafts and Maybe next year you're a little bit farther along. You feel like you're about to become one of the truly elite teams in the NHL, and then you become a little bit more aggressive in free agency, and you make a couple moves that you think can push you over the top. 
Right, and I, I feel the same way for the New Jersey Devils because yeah. uh, I, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish or build, but it's interesting, I'll say that. But yeah. um, honestly, I, I want them to do what you guys are doing, which is just a strictly uh, rebuild, not try to sign a few of these guys here, and or they didn't sign, They, I, I mean, like, trade. Like, you know, they're, they're trading, like, these guys from like the Leafs, the uh, Blue Jackets, the um, the Blackhawks, th- things of that nature. It's just like, is this what we really want, or or, or are we just just trying to do what we did a couple of years ago, which is try to get a few players and then trying to get a playoff spot? Because let's face it, we're not going to the Stanley Cup, so it's like, sh- shouldn't we just focus on developing our young guys? And um, you you guys uh, got so lucky getting Lafreniere uh, oh, yeah. out of. Um, <laughs> Uh, that, that that Swedish player, I, I think he'll be uh, a, a great player for, for your guys' organization. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what the Devils are trying to build. So, like, we, we got Andreas Johnson. We we, we got uh, Corey Crawford. So, moving from one Corey to another, we, we, we released Corey Schneider. Everyone was sad about that. And people, then it was announced that we were going to, we, we, we got uh, Corey Crawford and, you know, he's a former two-time Stanley Cup winner with the Blackhawks organization, so that's um, uh, that that that's pretty interesting, right there. Um, we and also the big one where we got Ryan Murray from uh, the the Blue Jackets for for just a fifth-round pick, and that was just a salary dump for the Blue Jackets. And I'm I'm just a little confused as to what the Devils are trying to do because I touched on this on my show because uh, Ryan Murray he, he only has one year left on his contract, so can you convince him to stay long term? Or even if he does stay long term, who's to say that he won't get injured again? So yeah. you know that that that's my uh, that that's my uh, fear, that's my risk, and I I just don't know what they're they're trying to do now. Andreas Johnson, he's he's uh, a younger guy. He's from Sweden. Speaking of Swedish players, um, he, he's only played in three years in the league, but uh, his second year in the league, in seventy three games played, he put up twenty goals and twenty three assists for a total of forty three points. So you know, that's interesting of itself. I think that would be a big help for us. Um, you know, Ryan Murray is a defenseman. He's a, he's a great defense. You know, when he's on, he's on. When yeah. he's not injured, he, he'll be a, a great piece. So Ryan Murray will definitely help out Severson, Subban, uh, all, all that. Hopefully Subban can become half the player he once was with the Sabres, or not the Sabres, excuse me, the Predators and the, um, and the Canadians. So, um, you know that's that's what I'm uh, hoping for, and um, you know it, it's just been a very confusing off season to say the least. Because I thought after the draft we would just focus strictly on doing what your guys is doing, which is just sign young guys, sign guys to low risk deals, and just keep tanking so that way we can uh, maybe get a higher draft pick next year and maybe put our team over the top. But obviously uh, Fitzgerald has different ideas. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting offseason. I think sometimes you can have a situation where, you know, a team kind of gets caught in between. They don't know whether to build on what they have now or to tear it all down. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave it there for today. So thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't worry, there's still more in store as this is a part two crossover. We have a lot more to discuss in tomorrow's episode. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. John and I will catch you in the next episode tomorrow. So Get those notifications up and follow us on Twitter, uh, Locked On Rangers and Locked On Devils. I, I, I believe that's a Locked On Rangers Twitter. Anyway, I'll, I'll put it down in the description. So uh, catch you in the next episode. Peace out.